brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Sift Spoil episode for uh, some spoiler talk on Only the Brave. Uh, Jeremy Simser still joining me. Uh, if you heard us on the podcast proper, talk about the movie. We're now going to here. talk about it a little bit, just a little bit, um, without worrying about spoilers. So we can talk about some specific things maybe that we wanted to mention. I will say again, if you haven't seen the movie and you don't know the story, please don't listen to this episode first. We highly recommend you see the movie first for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think your experience will be better. Number two, we're not. You might get confused because we're just going to kind of jump all over to the different places in the movie uh, without explaining the plot all the way through. So it might be kind of confusing to try to figure out what we're talking about sometimes, unless you have actually seen the movie. So for those reasons and many, many more, uh, see the movie first before listening to this episode. <laughs> Uh, Jeremy, let's jump right into it. What's some of the specific, I guess we should say right off the bat, the most spoilery thing of the story is at the end, this entire company of firefighters, other than Miles Teller's character, just one person, uh, perish in that fire, uh, that happens at the end of the movie. And man, was I not ready for that. I wasn't ready for everybody. I mean, I figured yeah. a couple, you know, I figured that maybe one or two made it out. But man, they just they set you up like they they uh, uh, they they repair uh, Josh Brolin and Jennifer Connelly's relationship. They sort that all out, and then mm-hmm. oh man, they don't get to they don't get to to live in that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, that's what got me the worst. That was terrible. Well, in think- they set up the these um, these protective bags that they throw over in worst case scenarios uh, and they, they set them up throughout the movie to show, you know, them doing it. And I was just like, Oh, you know, the fact that they're going to be, you know, be saved by these, you know, drills that they've been doing and that kind of stuff. And no, it was just too intense. And, you know, uh, it just, it was too much. Yeah, no, it was, it was, uh, I would have been like, had I, uh, how do I put this? If it, if it wasn't based on a true story, right. Mm-hmm. And, and, they had survived because of those bags. I would have been like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, 
but the fact but the fact that it's based on a true story and nobody does doesn't make it any easier to take right <laughs> like it was yeah oh i was a mess and, and this is what i talk about with true stories too and the reason that i love them so much is because you're you're right about what you said and at the other end of that if this movie had played exactly the same but wasn't based on a true story i think i would have been upset at the movie a little i think i would have been like you know that's that's too much, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, but because it's yeah, a like true least, story, I'm willing, you know, I, I go with it because it's what, it's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, uh, you expected one of them to make it out like, and not, not the teller character who was, who was removed, but you expected mm-hmm. like one of them. Right. Yeah. I think and maybe, maybe I was bringing baggage from Everest on as well because Josh Brolin is like the one person to survive that. <laughs> yeah. No, that's <laughs> so maybe true. I was expecting that, but I don't know. But it was, uh, yeah, I mean, even though that fire was starting to go bad and everything, and I was just like, okay, this, is, this isn't going to end well. Yeah. Uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't prepared for how badly it didn't end. <laughs> um, so well. we have the Miles Teller character. Another thing we mentioned um, that we can now spoil in the spoilers is his relationship with uh, a girlfriend that he had gotten pregnant, and she had the baby, and his desire to actually be an involved father is what starts his whole career in motion. Yep. And his recovery, really. Yeah. And his recovery from, yeah, because at the beginning of the movie, you know, we see him very strung out. Um, I'm, I'm, I've never been a drug person, so I'm not sure. Was he just smoking pot or was that indicating like he was doing? Oh no, that was meth. Oh, it was meth. meth. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Um, (laughs) Not, not that I. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. No, no I, I know. I know a little bit of stuff, but uh, yeah, no. That's when you see a like a, a, a that that type of glass pipe usually represents meth. So okay, so yeah. man, that's even more intense then because I know yeah. meth can be crazy addictive. And... Oh, if he was just smoking pot, it would have been no issue. <laughs> right. That's what I was thinking. I was I was wondering about that. So um, and and that's and it makes a little more sense with him. See, when he asked about needles. You remember when he's like, have you ever used needles? I was like, oh, oh yeah, you know, right, ma- right. maybe it was heroin. So for a while there, I thought it was heroin. Um, I'm such that's- a dork. I'm such a naive dork. <laughs> um, uh, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so yeah. So to watch his transformation from, you know, doing these these drugs to getting clean and how he used this, you know, this move into this, you know, fire department and then to be that that father that just leaves diapers at the door until eventually she invites him in. I found that really powerful. So to touch on on two things that you just mentioned, uh, the diapers at the door uh, was the scene that I was referring to uh, earlier that got me, that I knew I was, that I knew this movie was going to get me when he did the diapers at the door. I was just like, ah, fuck, I'm in now. Like, that's it. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, but uh, the the, the one sort of complaint that I had, and what, what really solidified the movie for me was the first meeting, the job interview with, uh, with Brolin and Teller that really cemented, uh, the tone of the movie for me and and going forward, I was totally on board. However, the one thing that I would have liked was just a little bit more, uh, of, uh, I I found I lost the time a little bit. I mean, uh, she was five months pregnant and then she had the baby and he asked, and then he, he's interviewing, for the job and he asks how long he's been clean and he says three months but it didn't it felt like a lie do you know what i mean oh, yeah, like, yeah, he, yeah. like he hadn't been clean for three months yet at that point uh turned out to be true and that's all good i would i would have liked a little bit more of his story 
to being clean for three months before going for this job and what turned him around. Um, but that being said, it's a two hour and 15 minute movie. So it wasn't a hundred percent necessary either. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I think the movie, you're right. And I think the movie uses that condensation of the timeline to its advantage in that we're seeing him at his worst, uh, and then, you know, attempting to climb this mountain or whatever, you know, when you think of it, uh, if you had felt the entire three months of him being clean or whatever, maybe that doesn't feel like such a, you know, a powerful thing. Um, that was no, that's a good point. That's a good point. One, one of the, that is one of the scenes I, I really like too. Uh, when you talk about those earlier, um, male bonding, you know, type scenes with that group. Um, and we talked about some of them feeling false. I actually did feel the authenticity in the in the more emotional moments. Um, totally. That the whole shoe thing, I thought was really interesting. In <laughs> yep. the, and then the way because what's uh, okay. So there's a little bit of the we don't want to accept this guy, so we're going to try to make him quit. You know, there's a little bit of that, but for the most part, they're kind of welcoming to him. Once he's a part of the team and yeah, except I, I, for that one dude. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I found that really effective because even when that one dude does the one thing, there's one moment where he's like, you know, I hear your, you know, your girl could be anybody, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, basically, you well, know, yeah, and then he gets reprimanded for it. Like exactly. The, the, Immediately. Yeah. Somebody else on the crew is like, that's too far, man. Like, don't, yeah. don't do that. And, and you can razz him, but don't bring the family up. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was, I, I really liked that. You know, it felt, it felt, authentic and real in a way that you know when other movies play that storyline they play it out a little further than that and this just this felt more real to me agreed no i will agree anything else in the in the movie you wanted to talk about now that we can mention spoilers um the flaming bear yeah yeah let's talk about that um was used very effectively later on in the film uh i didn't like that first shot the first shot, like up to the to the uh, to the embers going up into the sky and then tilting down into this burning wood and everything, yeah. I, and then this this very like we said earlier, this very obvious effect mm-hmm. came charging at us, and that to me set me off on the wrong foot, yeah. and then followed very quickly by that that sort of stilted banter that I talked about. Uh, was it was like sort of like a one two punch of me not of sort of getting my my barriers up for not really liking this movie, but they broke them right down again afterwards. So that was good. <laughs> so aside from those two sort of uh, scenes right at the very beginning of the movie, I mean, those were really the, the, the weakest parts as far as I'm concerned. And then that bear uh, was used very effectively uh, in two shots later on in the movie. So take it for what it is, I guess. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think because it was a dream, I forgive it. Um, yeah, totally. You know, and and you know, it was a motif that they obviously <clears throat> wanted to carry through the film. So I feel like you know it was purposeful that it was there, and uh, and it works towards the story's benefit. But yeah, I can I can definitely see um, what you're saying uh, in that regard. Um, the only other thing I would want to bring up is possibly some of the specific. Uh, Jennifer Connelly moments that I thought were spectacular. Um, mm-hmm. She has these quiet moments with uh, an abused horse. That oh, those were great. I found supremely uh, affecting. Yeah. And um, it both... it's weird that I, that I loved that. I loved watching that horse's journey as much as I did. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's purposeful because you yeah. notice they have a conversation. This really is a well-crafted film. They ha- they have this conversation. Um, 
when she's talking about how much Miles Teller character reminds her of uh, Josh Brolin, her husband, uh, right. because of addiction issues, those kind of things. And she says something at one point. I'm not. I don't even remember exactly where it is about. I you know I I do have something for the broken or something like that. She mentions that you know she's oh, a yeah, sucker right, for yeah, the yeah. you know the broke. And that really is her character is is about loving the broken and you know rehabilitating the broken and uh in that whole the whole symbolism with that horse is very symbolic about you know miles teller's journey and uh so yeah i i I found all that stuff very valuable it was interesting because um No, I mean you pretty much touched on it. Yeah, it was just it was interesting in that in that she was really able to bring this uh, this nurturing uh, character to to the audience, to me as a viewer. While at the same time there were there were these these issues that they were having in their marriage, she was like extremely unhappy in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet you still you this dichotomy of, of of her character where she where she's really frustrated with her husband and and his inability to. Oh man, I'm just remembering the scene now where, where, uh, where she was talking about how you know people change each other when they're in relationships right. and stuff. And it was she like, wants oh, she wants children now. She wants children now. Yeah, and he and he and he still kind of doesn't. And then that was his whole journey for that that little section of the film. But man, like I mean, it, just, it, it, it was impossible to watch that scene and not relate it to my own relationship. Sure. And I think that was really really strong and well done. Yeah, there's a scene. Um... There's a scene. There's two scenes I'm thinking of in particular. There's one. I forget the location, but it's the it is the one where it seems like they're maybe picnicking on a mountain or something. I, I can't remember exactly, but she starts the. It's where she starts the conversation of having the kids, right. and it just feels so real. And Brolin's performance in that scene is incredible because he, you can just feel the oh my goodness, what is going on here? She's changed, but I haven't. Um, you know, feeling on it. like it just. Like, I've been there as a husband where it's like, I know the thing you want me to say, but I also feel like I have to be honest for the benefit of our relation. Like, that whole thing totally. um, was just uh, so powerful. And then the second scene when they're in the truck and she's confronting him about what he said to Miles Teller's character and they just start screaming at each other. And I just I just found it all uh, affecting. Now, I'm, I'm not a yeller or a screamer, so I, my wife and I actually haven't had screaming matches really. Um, but we have had emotional matches like that. You know what I mean? Like you don't right. necessarily have to yell to yell if if you get my drift. So well, it, as as and not in my current relationship, but as somebody who has uh, gotten out of a car and walked away from the car and been driven away from, <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could really relate to that scene, dude. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you can. Um, so you know, all those scenes just seem so authentic. The scene with um, you know who we didn't even mention was. Uh, Jeff Bridges' wife, which is um, oh, what's her oh, name? Oh, Annie McDowell. Yeah, Annie, Annie McDowell. Uh, and her little scene in the kitchen with Jennifer Connelly, you know, kind of lamenting together about what it's like to be married to men who chase after danger, those kind of things. I thought was yeah. really powerful. That whole scene was really powerful when she kicked the chair out from underneath him after he said he was willing oh God, to do more a- work. I, that was great. Oh, I love that. Bit. That was so good, and Bridges' reaction to it, and. Man, yeah. this, this is a good movie. There's just so we're, many good moments, and it and it brings up these like these character moments were just were so well written and so well performed and acted. Yeah, uh, it, it was really it brought to mind um, 
uh, hell or high water. And that there was all sorts of that same sort of emotional investment. Uh, yeah. But none of it is handed to you as the audience. Like when, when Andy Medell originally states that whole thing about, oh, that's easy, at least you don't have kids, right? Yeah. And you see that that look on Jennifer Connelly's face. It's, it's, it's not... It's not well. What is it? Is, does can she not have kids? Have they mm. decided? Did they lose a kid? Like right. there's all sorts of things that don't get explained until, and it's never, and it's never stated bluntly because the audience is dumb. Oh, we've decided not to have kids together. Right. Like, you know what I mean? And that's that's the type of screenwriting that I that I appreciate. That's the type of thing that oh, I get to use my brain. Yeah, and I get to, or the onion gets peeled back a layer at a time, and I really, I just, I just, I loved it. That was great. It was, it was emotionally investing. Yeah, or the scene where um, they're at the barbecue and Miles Teller goes in, and uh, I think it's Taylor Kitsch's character is in there. And oh, is that who that was? Yeah, it, great performance by him, by the way. He was great. Yeah, he was great. Um, the and you know he's like, yeah, how you doing or whatever, and he talks about the fact that his girl had cheated on him. With this, you know, um, oh, I forget the specifics. I, it's going to kill the joke, but um, but then they have this conversation where he's like, "Hey, you want a room with me?" And and it's just it's so simple, but you can just feel the authenticity of it. Just like you yeah. know, and it's this beautiful moment. And then he says something along the lines of, "Yeah, I had my you know other roommate." And then he mentions the profession of you know the guy that cheated on, uh, yeah. cheated with his girlfriend or whatever. And it's hilarious. And, and just so real in that moment and you just buy these characters and you you just love these characters and yeah. I just think it speaks so well to the movie totally I mean I, the more I think about it the more the more I like it this is going to be the type of thing that it, when it comes on HBO and like the movie channels and stuff if it's on I'm going to watch it yeah yeah it just feels like there's so many of those great little moments do you have yeah, anything and else a bunch that I missed too yeah exactly do you have anything else you wanted to mention um, not specifically about the movie. I just like, okay. I just, uh, I took it upon myself to, uh, to, to, uh, look up the director because I don't know Joseph Kaczynski as a, sure. as you know, a name that I, that I recognize. Right. Uh, Tron Legacy, nice. his first movie as a director, which was, you know, halfway decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oblivion, completely underrated Tom Cruise movie. That I actually agree. Really, I really, agree. Really, really good. Uh, and this. So. There you go. I mean, a small body of work, but you know what? In the, headed in the right direction, as far as I'm concerned. Somebody to watch is Joseph Kaczynski. Yeah, I I agree. Now that I know he did those other two, those are those are both underrated films, in my opinion. So totally. Um. So yeah, great work. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for hanging out and talking spoilers and um and you know spending some extra time going in depth. Cool. Thanks for that. Thanks for having me again, man. I had a great time. And thank you for joining us. Uh, we appreciate your time, as always, uh, on Sif Spot, uh, Sif Pop, and the Sif Spoil. We will be back uh, next week. I don't think there will be a spoiler episode next week because we're just going to talk about uh, new fall television that we're enjoying. Um, but we should be back in a couple weeks because there's a little movie called I don't know something like Thor Ragnarok, something like that. I don't know something like that. New, I don't think you're saying that right. <laughs> this new this new company called Marvel. I don't know. I, I, I have no idea what they are. But anyways, we'll probably talk about that, and we will see you then.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.